Bible scripture will be coming out of the book of Ephesians in the fifth chapter. Um, and we'll be looking at over at the, um, the sixth verse. Amen. And the title is, Let No Man Deceive You. Let no man deceive you. And that scripture reads, let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things come the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So people lie. People lie. Yes. Scripture says, let no man deceive you with vain words. Now, why, why do people lie to you? The purpose of them lying to you is to throw you off, recalibrate your destination. Now, we even have to look at, now it may not be the person, it may be look at the source behind the lie. Be not deceived, the source is of the same origin of behind anything that opposes God. Now, we, can, we have many names, like we have many names for God. Satan has a nomenclature of evil. A nomenclature is a devising or choosing of names or things. Um, so the devil has many names. He's known as the deceiver. He's named, known as the accuser of the brother. He's known as the prince of the power of the air. But we, we like to call him the father of lies. Okay, the father of lies, that's where the lying is coming from. The Bible says, let no man deceive you. Now, the source is the devil. He's trying to throw you off of what God is trying to do in your life. The Bible says, John 8, 44, ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer. From the beginning. Yes. And abode not in the truth. Mm -hmm. He left the truth. He left the, the things of God. Yes. And because of this, there is no truth in him. Yes. When he speaks, he speaks a lie. Yes. He speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Yes. This is Satan, your enemy, the devil. Yes. Amen? Yes. So, let not the devil deceive you. And he uses other people to lie. He uses people to lie. So an important thing to do to offset this is to understand the will of God in your life. First, it's the first thing you must do. Because if you understand the will of God in your life, then you can discern a lie easier. Because anything that's coming against what God told you is a lie. Now, the Bible says that it's possible for us to understand the will of God. You can look at Ephesians, look down in, in verse uh, 17. But before that, 15 says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Yes. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding that what the will of God, the will of the Lord is. Mm -hmm. Now, if he wouldn't have said it, it's true. You can understand what God's will is for your life. Yes. 
But the author of confusion wants you to be confused of what God wants you to do. But it's a possibility for you to understand what God wants out of you. You can understand it. Now, this is for those mature. Amen? We're not trying to find ourselves. You know, when I was growing up, you heard a lot of people say that. I'm trying to find myself and things like that. You know, what is in you? The hope of glory. Christ is in you. The answer comes from within, not from without. You got the spirit of God dwelling within. The answer is in you. Amen? And that's God in you. And you can understand what God wants out your life mm -hmm. just by asking God. Yes. He said he will not upgrade. He will not withhold. He will not hold back information yes. from you. Right. He will give you the direction for where you need to go in life. Yes, Amen. Amen. But book James says we are led amiss because what? Because of our own lust. Mm. So we must find out the will of God for our lives and then when we're alive to we can say what get thee behind me satan yeah. and many people say the devil is a liar if you don't want to offend nobody you know somebody lied to you you say get thee behind me satan then you know you you don't want to offend nobody to their face by saying that you know then they think i'm not the devil so just say the devil is a liar and when we say that that means you just heard a lie Amen. So we're not supposed to acquiesce. That means let something wrong go up, go just fly over our heads. Somebody lied to you in your face, then we need to say something. We just don't sit there and be like shaking our heads, smiling. Just say the devil is a lie. And if you feel bold that day, just say, get thee behind me, Satan. Jesus said it. Amen. That's if you feel bold. That means the Holy Ghost boldness. Amen. So the first is possible to know, understand the will of God in your life. And second, once you know the will of God of your life, to detect the lie is easy. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Do not let the importance of relationships interfere in your detection of a lie. Amen? So that means if somebody telling you a lie, no matter who it is, if it's a lie, it's a lie. It could be coming from somebody that you love. It could be coming from a close family member. It could be coming from the pulpit. All right. If it's a lie, it's a lie. Yeah. Amen? Right. Let no man deceive you with vain words. No, Amen? Mm -hmm. So I got five steps to avoid deception. Right. Five steps. Now, you can write these down, but the five steps are based in scripture, the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 16, verse 21 through 24. Five steps. First step is understanding the will of God is a prerequisite having the power to rebuke liars out of your life. So step one is you must understand the will of God in your life. Now, if you don't understand the will of God in your life, people can lie to you all day. Amen? And you not know the difference because you don't know where you, you don't know the destination where God is taking. You don't understand what God wants out of you. Amen? So first, you got to start with, God, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And if you don't know, just let, do one thing right, do the next right thing. Amen? Just walk in the light and God will lead you. 
Because sometimes he don't let you know the whole plan at once. But if you walk in the light, then he will give you information at, on an on as-needed basis. So you must understand the will of God. It's possible to understand the will of God. We already established that. Amen? Now, Scripture says in Matthew 16, 21, from that time forth, Jesus began to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Jesus knew this. While he was walking around with his disciples, he knew that he was going to be killed. He knew that he's going to suffer many things. He knew he had to go to Jerusalem where they were seeking for his life. So he had to walk into danger. You got people got a hit out on you, but you got to walk toward that. He knew he had to walk into that danger. Amen. And be killed and what? Be raised again the third day. Amen. So number one, you must understand. Jesus understood. He's our best example. So number two is when someone opposes the will of God for your life, you will recognize it with clarity. So you understand, number one. So when somebody comes against that, you say, hold up, God didn't say that. You understand it with clarity. Amen. You understand they might look good. They might sound good. They might be. But if they doing things contrary to what God said, go left, right? But they're telling you they may look good, nice suit, have a degree and everything, but say, you should go right. And they stand in your face smiling. You know that that's not the will of God. You know that that's the opposition. You know that's the devil. If God is telling you to go left, they're telling you to go right. No matter how they look, it could be your family member. It could be a relationship close to you. But God told you to go left. Amen? So we need to have clarity. We, we, it becomes clear once you understand. That's the importance of understanding. And the scripture says, Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto you. So you understand the will of God for your life. So Peter, even though he loved Jesus, he said, No, they're not going to kill you. He's probably trying to... Um, what they say when they when when a person patronized, he's probably trying to patronize Jesus, trying to make him feel good. But no, Jesus said he lined out, "I'm gonna be killed, and on the third day I'm gonna rise again." Then Peter comes up behind him. Peter is right hand man. Comes up behind him, said, "That's not gonna happen to you, Jesus." So that what Peter said went against the will of God for Jesus's mission. Let's see what Jesus said in verse 23. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. You are an offense unto me, and thou savoreth not the things that be of God, but those things that be of men. Amen? So he took the bold route. Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Yeah, Peter was his right-hand man. Yeah, Peter was his main man, with the disciples, amen? But he had to let Peter know, get thee behind me, Satan. Or other words, the devil is a liar. That's what he said to Peter. 
So don't acquiesce to a lie that enters your presence. Because you know they say that silence gives consent. Consent, right? That means if you're silent, that means I'm, I'm riding with that. I'm good with that. If you're quiet, if somebody tell a lie in your presence, right? You're sitting there. You could be with 10 people in a room. You could be with 20 people in a room. But you need to do something to say, no, I'm not riding with that. Get up and leave or shake your head, blink your eyes. But you can say, the devil is a liar. Get thee behind me, Satan. That's not the truth. Amen? So that's number three. It gives you boldness to oppose that which opposes you. Number three, you acquire the boldness to oppose that which opposes you. But first, you get clarity on understanding. Number two is clarity. Number one is understanding. Number three is boldness. Amen? So you get bold. It said the righteous, the Bible says the righteous is as bold as a lion. So that means if you're doing everything right, you in the will of God, that gives you a certain boldness. Ecclesiastes says boldness makes the, the countenance of your face change. Amen. You look different when you know the will of God in your life. When you're walking in the precepts of, of God. When you're doing the things of God, you just have a different aura about you. Amen. You're not acquiescing to the Satan. Get thee behind me. No, the devil is a liar. Yeah. And I'm sure somebody heard somebody say that lately. Yeah. It's, that's, that's popular saying now. Yeah. You don't hear that many people say, get thee behind me, Satan. Because, yeah. you know, you don't want to offend your brother. But still, you got to say that too sometimes. Amen? Yeah. Number four. We're talking about the five steps to avoid deception. One is understanding. Two is clarity. Three is boldness. And four is your character. Your character is cemented and your legacy is approved by God. So your character is cemented. So after a while, people will know not to lie around you because they don't want to get rebuked. People know not to be foolish around you. You just come around, they just put down the foolishness because they know. That's number four. That's, that's when your character your character is number four. So number four is something that you don't even have to do. You just be. Amen. The Bible says have faith in God. Amen. It doesn't say strive for faith. It doesn't say work for faith. It doesn't say try to um, convince people that you have faith. The Bible just says have faith. So number, number four is have character. And this is be who you are. That's all. Jesus said, my, my, my burden is easy, my yoke is light. Just be who you are. But if you hear a lie, hey, the devil is a liar. Say, I'm going to be dead in three years or something crazy like that. The devil will do it. You ain't going to never have no job with it. You ain't going to make, they, they say things off the cuff and then start to smile and get you to laugh with them. But laugh after you say the devil is a liar. Don't laugh before you say it, Amen. Amen. Number five is when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Amen. So that's number five. That means it's going to get rough because Jesus predicted that
that they're going to persecute them. So you're going to have some rough roads ahead, possibly. You're going to have some. See, life is cyclical. You got ups and downs. Even people with money, even people who got it going on go through stuff. So everybody got to go through something. So when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Matthew 26 says, and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So we're talking about the will of God and steps to avoid deception. And the steps to avoid deception is let no man deceive you with vain words. That's the deception. They, they try to deceive you with their words. So you must understand the will of God. You must have clarity of your purpose. Then you must have the boldness. Amen? Then when you have the boldness, just be who you are. Then when you are who you are, just when the going gets tough, just keep on going. Amen? So those are the steps to avoid deception. They're not hard. Amen? You got to cause a poor backbone, though. Amen? Let no man deceive you with vain words. They'll do it. They'll try to slip them in. Amen? Because the Bible says that, let me put it like this. Everybody who come to church, they're not saved. Don't be deceived. Everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Yes. But he that doeth the will, doeth what? Doeth what? The will of my father. That is what you need to do. Do the will of your father. That's your purpose. Those are the people who are going to enter in. If you're doing the will, doing what? Understanding the will of God. Which is a tool. Understanding the will of God. Don't be like, oh, I'm trying to find myself. Um, go to California and just try to find myself. Stuff like, you know, you find yourself by just looking within and asking God. Yeah. Amen? It's easy. It's too easy. Yeah. But the reason why you don't want to is because you led away by your own lust. Well. Amen? You got that fleshly lust, that desire that you want to fulfill. So you try to find yourself in in. in Sleeping around or drinking or getting high or doing something that's going against God. Yeah. And you can't find yourself like that. That's how you lose yourself. Yeah. So you're trying to find yourself, but you're losing yourself. Mm -hmm. The Bible says if you, find, if you lose your life for Christ, you will find yourself. Wow. So you lose yourself by going. You lose yourself by trying to find yourself. And you find yourself by going within mm -hmm. and seeking what is the will of God. All right. Amen. Now, the enemy tries to use words. We said last week that words, uh, word, the de deaf and life are in the power of the tongue, mm -hmm. right? So the tongue, the, the words are the weapons. Mm -hmm. People use words and they become weapons because death and life is in the power of the tongue. The tongue has the ammunition and ammunition is the words. Mm so they try to deceive you with these same words words are ammunition to throw you off of the course people want to lie to you because they see you doing something the will of God they not doing it they jealous well, I don't know they just people just try to throw you off for no reason yeah. amen you ever act for directions in New York City people just want to get you out their face they say go through <laughs> they say anything do not ask for directions in New York you might get asked for directions in Alabama Idaho, <laughs> but 
But don't ask what directions in New York are people are just, they'll tell you anything. Amen? Let no man deceive you. Amen? The road map, map is within. Amen? So these words, you can be offended by these words. And you know what? A lot of people leave the church because they get offended. Amen. They get offended. And they, but you know what? That goes back to saying everybody in church is not saved. You got something called tares. And you got weeds. And even in nature, the weeds grow along with the, the good, the wheat and the fruit. Even in nature. So even in the church, you have the wheat, the good, the good and the bad. So don't be offended because people offend you by what? Their words. Words that they use as a weapon. But if you know the will of God for your life, that's again seeking direction from the outside. No, look within. Because the answer is within. Yeah. Should I join the usher board? Should I join the choir? Should I do this? Should I join the admissions? God's going to tell you that. Yeah. And then somebody else confirms it. Amen? Don't look for somebody to tell you and then somebody else to confirm it. No, let God tell you and then let somebody else confirm it. Amen? Amen? So be not offended and leave the church because it's like a man who's shot getting up and leaving the hospital. Amen? You want to get the, 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 the proper healing for your spirit so you can move and move forward and do the things of God. So we should be like trees planted by the rivers of water. Amen? Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? So one of these major offenses is to offend people in church so that they turn, they are turned off by the things of God. But the things of God are the most important, and learning of Him is an indispensable element. Yeah. So God, the Holy Ghost, is the only thing that's indispensable in your life. All right. People be in positions, they say, Oh, this church can't go on without me. It's never, everything revolves around them. But the only thing that's indispensable is the Holy Spirit. Because if you have a sick day, they're going to still go to work and do the things that they got to do for their job. Same thing for the church. You know, if you don't show up, don't try to break your neck to show up all the time because you think they need you. Because the only thing the church can't do without is the Holy Spirit. Not you. Amen. So we want to stick to the things of God and the things that are most important. Amen? Let no man deceive you with vain words. Amen? So, you know, something happened recently, kind of bothered my spirit. Recently, one of uh, a recording artist died. Coolio, right? That bothered me because I'm thinking, I'm reading, I'm listening to the news that said he died over a friend's house. Right? I don't know this I don't know what actually happened, but the thing about it, every time the enemy attacks you, he takes you out of your safety zone. He wants to take you down because the, the people I just brought that up for a second, but to just suppose that against us in the church, you are at a higher level than your enemy. You are smarter than your enemy. You have it going on, the enemy hates you. And what's your position? Yeah. Amen. So what the enemy does is try to use words as a weapon to try to get you down from your position. Just like he did Nehemiah. Amen. Come on down. You know, come on down. 
you know, and they just want to have a conversation. You ever, you ever see somebody who have all these meetings, but they don't get nothing done in meetings? But you got some people who do the work, and those people don't care about the meetings so much. They just want to get it done. Amen. So what happens is the enemy tries to take you down to another place out of your safety zone. Wants to take you out of your house to go to somebody else's house. Amen. And it says he died over a friend's house. A friend. I don't know if he had a heart attack. I don't know, but it's suspicious to me. It's suspicious. So we need to be wise, know our what, what where we need to go. Amen. We need to stay in a safety zone with God. And that's why it's so important to understand the will of God for your life. Because when somebody comes to lie to you, saying that they're your friend, God will show you this person is a liar. Steps to avoid deception. Amen. I believe in my heart of hearts, if he wouldn't have went over there that day, I believe he'd still be alive. That's just my opinion. But it, it just touched my spirit. I just wanted to say something about it. That, you know, the enemy knows that, 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 that we are better than him. 